Hello and welcome to When Bad Things Happen to Good People, a podcast about censorship and the arts. My name is Oren Barter, and with me as always is Todd Sullivan. Heyo! And today we're going to talk about my favorite Disney XD show, which I only watched for the first time when I was about 30 years old, Gravity Falls. was weird eh it was a little weird wasn't it It i liked it though (laughs) it's different it's different i'm used to just being like like just taking sips of my beer being like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah i know who we are todd come on let's get this is what like this episode like late 20s here 28 29 something like that and you finally did the introduction (laughs) it's awesome Mm. they grew up so fast no no i did i did two introductions so on the live episode so this is true true. this is my third introduction yeah, this is the official one, though. This is the official one, that's right. Right, when we weren't, like, trying to get half cut and goofing around a little bit. Oh, speaking of which, honestly, okay, so I had a really busy day today. Um, I got, like, done as many things as I could get done, and then I had a buddy of mine who does tree removal get in touch with me. He's like, hey, any chance you want to work after work? And I was like, I am actually not working today, so I could go, like, right now. So I went and worked with him for a while, um, and then I came home and I was exhausted, uh, I had some food. I actually bought some alcohol because I was like, I had a hard day. I'm going to have a couple drinks. Um, I've been trying to cut back. I've been actually doing a really good job of cutting back. But I was like, ah, I had a hard day. I'm going to have a cup of beer. Um, and I had told myself uh, about a month ago, I'm not going to drink unless it's for the podcast. <laughs> and then I remembered <laughs> about like 10 minutes after eight, after I'd finished my meal, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to record a podcast today. So it worked out perfectly. There you go. Bunch of Chelsea drinking tonight. Mm. So I just polished off a. Um, I don't know if I ever like told everybody, or told you at least my like rating system for for beers, like the height, like the size of them. So like the big glass ones, I call uh, big boys. Yep. And then like a like a can, a tall can is a big boy. Tall. Or I it was like a tall, a tall boy. boy. Tall boy. Yeah. Sorry. So big boy. Got to correct your own rating method. <laughs> so big boy, tall boy. And then uh, the little regular cans is like a small boy. Right. Um, So I got one tall boy, or sorry, one big boy of the Spinnaker's Nut Brown, which I've had on this before. And I got a tall boy of Guinness, which I'm actually going to crack right now. And what are you drinking, my good sir? Um, Well, since we're now kind of into the the spring and and summer period here, we're we're seeing a, a sudden influx of some of my favorite beers, which I'm sure I've mentioned on this podcast before. Are Our sours. sours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I decided I was going to rep sours and rep Kamloops tonight with a, a red collar brewing cherry sour, mm. which I don't think I've ever had in the bottle before. I have had it previously at their brewery back when you were allowed to do things like that. Right. Um, right. Because you were, we're not allowed to do anything anymore. Exactly. No, yeah. everyone's forced to stay home and, and I can can't still go, go to work and, though. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking you, of which, but yeah, actually, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're both in the, uh, first, first jab family. Is that, I don't know if you got a second one yet. I don't think so. No, I haven't had a second one. Um, yeah. but I'm super lucky to have had my first for my age. 
Yeah. Um, because I do work at a clinic and I, we do deal with uh, some vulnerable uh, members of the population. So um, I feel super, super, um, I don't want to say lucky, but um, what's, what's that word? I mean, I'm grateful, but there's another word. It's like, I don't want to say blessed. That's yeah. That's got some Christian yeah. connotations. You know, whatever the non-Christian word for blessed you're, is. You're grateful. See, but that's more of like um, thankful. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm happy that I I'm part of that whole kind of cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not expecting to get it this early. Uh, I was very much expecting to wait until you know the end of June at the at the earliest. I thought so. Super excited. Still understand that I can I can still get it. I can still transmit it, so I still have to be careful around other people, but it is a huge weight off of my shoulder knowing that if I do contract it, uh, my odds of getting severely sick are basically null at this point, which is um, just, I've been super stressed through this whole thing. It's it's an amazing feeling. How do you feel about it? I feel good. My arm is a little bit sore today because I just got the, the jab yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, I mean, I am getting it a little bit early for my age, but I'm also um, in a slightly higher risk category as a as an insulin dependent diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of the um, the medical condition that got me bumped up the line a little bit. Right. So it's one of those rare times where I get to be like, hey, I guess maybe it's a Good. That's not a good thing. It's not a good. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just because I'm you know if I were to catch COVID I'm slightly more likely to have some bad side effects or die. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get the um, vaccination in my arm even sooner than usual, which is fine with me. So I was I got the Pfizer shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Moderna. Yeah. Yeah. The Moderna wonder, hurt quite a bit. Did it? Yeah. Like my arm was sore for a couple of days. Like I could. It really took a lot of effort to lift it above my head. Um, it kind of felt like I'd torn my rotator cuff on the other side uh, a couple of oh, years yeah. before. It felt yeah, yeah. a lot like that, um, just like like reduced range of motion. It only lasted for a couple of days. I woke up in the middle of the night once, like sleeping on it, and it hurt a lot. Mm. Uh, but after yeah, two days, it was fine. It's been fine ever since. Yeah, mine started to hurt kind of early in the morning. I started noticing when I, I got up, I don't know, at three or four in the morning to pee mm-hmm. or something like that, and it was a bit sore. Uh, and then about halfway through the day, for about half an hour, it was a little bit itchy. Okay. Um, but that's been about it. It seems to be seems to be on the way to like less pain now. In fact, it does it doesn't even hurt unless I like kind of push on it a bit. So don't do it that. Seems like no, no. <laughs> Have you that's heard gonna, that? Gonna, You've heard that old joke, gonna, right? It's like it's gonna rub the back. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Doctor, but it's gonna, when I do this, don't it's do gonna, it. <laughs> it's gonna rub the vaccine in harder. It's gonna give me better immunity. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Just gotta slap it a couple of times. Right, exactly. Right, you gotta work that in. <laughs> Shove it in there. Um, my vaccination lady did this thing where, like, right before she jabbed the needle in my arm, she was like, okay, now wiggle your toes. And I was like, I don't think that has anything to do with the vaccine. And then she poked you. <laughs> right? She Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it was meant to distract me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah. I looked away. I was super nervous about it, but it was it was fine. Like it was over like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, she did the wiggle toes thing, and then it was like she was like it was done. And honestly, like because I I'm a diabetic and I'm shooting insulin into myself like every night. Yeah. Um, I'm used to like a longer injection process. <laughs> right. So it and was you're used to doing it yourself. So I'm. I read a story actually about that. I think it was on Twitter. Yeah. That this guy went into to get vaccinated, and the nurse put down. 
the needle next to him and got up and wanted a way to do something for a second. And he assumed that he was just supposed to jab it in his own oh, arm. Oh, because he, he was used to doing his own in- insulin injections. Uh, no, he wasn't what? even a diabetic. It was oh just somebody who was like, this, they put the thing down and then they assumed that that's... So he just grabbed the needle and jammed it in his own arm. Like, Oh my God. So, yeah. That's, that's Maybe that's why she put, like, she put it down, she put it like way on the other side of the room. Maybe. Well, and then, like I said, she. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have had yeah. to like, get up off my chair, walk over to the needle. I mean, maybe What's they did that for him too. Maybe he was just like, okay, I'll just wander over here and grab this needle. <laughs> well, I guess she wandered off without saying anything, and he just sort of assumed that huh. that was the process. That is actually kind of funny. Yep. In like a. Not a funny way, but it's funny. Um, is there anything else we want to touch on before we move on? I guess we've been off for a couple weeks. Um, yeah, I took an extra week off because I'm, uh, starting a business. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Um, our official, uh, launch date is going to be two days from now. One day from now. Hold on. Give me a second. What's earth day? Is it tomorrow? Oh, Hey Google. When's earth day? Birthday will be on Thursday, April 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. Yeah, so 22nd um, is our official business startup date. Um, we have like a lot of things on the go, but that's going to be, uh, it was kind of serendipitous. Like we're, we're going to register the business on, on Earth Day. It's going to be awesome. Um, if anybody's curious, it's an eco-friendly landscaping company. Everything is run off of batteries and the vehicle that we use is a hybrid and it's been a dream of mine for a long time to do something like that. So, dream come true. That's going to be in Kamloops. It's going to be in Kamloops. Kamloops listeners. Yeah. So, all right, that's exciting. That's cool. Um, and we're back now with with some like less heavy stuff. I think. Yeah. Probably just to to keep things a little bit low key again as you get your business up and running. Is I think we'll kind of try to do a few weeks of just one offs before diving into a a big novel again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and also, yeah, this, this was the original one we were going to do after the Turner Diaries because I wanted something super lighthearted after. Well, um, and I promised I would do whatever you wanted as well after I put you through that. So. Right. right. <laughs> um, but then we decided to do uh, the the Dr. Seuss books because they were so topical at the time. Um, I, I think they've got, like, I haven't heard anybody say shit about them for like the last. So we, we, we hopped on that train, I think, right on the right time. Um, yeah, nobody's yeah, nobody's totally. still mad about it. Like I'm not seeing anybody. Like, have we all forgotten about Doctor Seuss? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's there's other things to be performatively outraged about. I guess if you're a conservative, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us about what Gravity Falls is. So, Gravity Falls is a uh, I'm going to do in quotations children's show. Um, it is okay. super dark. It is really funny. Um, it is. One of my favorite shows. My sister got me into it, and uh, I was super excited to learn that uh, while it hasn't been banned in Canada or the United States, it has been censored quite heavily in certain areas of the world, uh, most specifically Southeast Asia, which I found very interesting. Um, And that's probably something worth noting, is that we are bending things a little bit on this this episode. It's Mm -hmm. not... It's not been outright banned. Well, I mean, we do start every episode. Well, we do start with every episode with like a podcast about censorship in the arts. Um, well, I so, guess that's true. So, I, I mean, we're kind of—I'd say it's still canon at this point. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that because like, I really want that to be true because I want to do it. So we're well, doing it I anyway. Mean, it's, it's our podcast. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to suddenly pull the rug out from under you and go, surprise, we're <laughs> doing like, something else. <laughs> you I got, read a whole new book that I'm going to talk about today that you know nothing about. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so, but you did select uh, two episodes. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to do more. I thought that these two were, were fairly heavily... Um, altered in the Southeast Asia category of like the Gravity Falls censorship. So I thought they might be good ones to do. The two episodes that I chose were Scarioki, which is the first episode of season two, um, which was quite heavily censored and also was kind of more in line with the first season, a little more lighthearted, um, a little more uh, just like there is an overarching story to the show um but it's like one of those it, it's a kid's show so everything's kind of self-contained like every episode is a self-contained story okay. um and then the second one we did was weird mageddon part two so there was three parts to that and uh the second half of the season really was the build-up to uh bill cypher taking over gravity falls um dipper pines who is the lead character um kind of inadvertently helps that happen um he he kind of releases Bill Cipher onto the world, and uh, I thought it was a good dichotomy of the show. I, I I hope you felt like they were two very very different episodes. They were, I think. Yeah, I did enjoy them both. It was it the Weird Mageddon Part Two was a little. I enjoyed it, but it was definitely the middle part of three things right. where I don't yeah. have any idea what came before. And it was still very clearly ending on a cliffhanger moment. So <laughs> no, that's I true. I mean, go I can watch just those other two episodes to sort of get some closure in my brain. I wish you would. I wish you watched the whole thing. Cause it's great. It, it really is. Um, it's, it's one of those uh, kids shows. It's just so well done that uh, it really doesn't matter the age of the audience. I think it can be enjoyed. Yeah, so tell me a bit about the, um, you know, how it was censored. Yeah, so so, Scarioki has a few, and it's mostly lines, and there, there was one really interesting one in this, and which is why I wanted to do this one. Um, so I'll go over the, the lines here. So, Well, actually, tell us the, the plot of Scarioki first, I guess. Okay, so Scarioki, um, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for chauffeuring me through uh, my first like real hosting <laughs> here, because I would have just been like, this is everything I wanted to say 20 minutes in, have a good night. Um, so Scarioki is about, um, the, the, the first season, the, the main like bad guy was Gideon, this little snot nosed kid who got his hands on some magical items and was like wreaking havoc. They managed to, uh, I guess, defeat him and they were celebrating, um, his, his imprisonment basically. Um, and Mostly, I think, because the lead character's great-uncle Stan, Grunkle Stan, um, was happy that uh, he didn't have any competition for his Mystery Shack gift shop anymore. Um, so they had this big party. Uh, Mabel Pines, who is Dipper's twin sister, uh, wants to throw this big rager, have a big karaoke party. <laughs> and she she wants this so desperately. She wants something that's normal because like, throughout this entire series... Dipper is constantly encountering these supernatural phenomenon and she kind of gets caught up in it. It's not really her thing. It's Dipper's thing. 
Um, mm. So this was supposed to be her thing. So she said, she said, no running off on adventures and no raising the dead. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so what happens is um, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, yeah. Um, so what happens is uh, Dipper is just desperate for anybody to believe him that all these things that he's seen um, is are happening around this town. Um, and these two government agents come because there's been like some some sensors, some readings that they've been encountering. Um, they saw them 30 years ago, I guess, is is the plot. Um, and th- there is a point to that if you if you're familiar with the story. I guess we're not above spoilers here. So Grunkle no. Stan has a twin brother who has six fingers, um, and he got. Oh, okay. That okay. <laughs> Does that I'm make sense some now? Visual, I'm getting some visual references that make some more sense now. Right, like yeah, because Grunkle Stan, and... when, he's, when he's turning on that machine, he puts on a glove that has an extra yeah. finger. And then, yeah. the I don't know if you noticed, but the books, so there's... Those books, Those yeah, books yeah. Have, six, have a six-finger hand on it. Makes sense. Um, yeah, so, so Grunkle Stan's... Uh, you know what? It's been a while since I've seen it. I can't remember his name. And uh, not a true fanboy here, apparently. But... Uh, <laughs> So he, he your, was your he was investigating all of these things around uh, Gravity Falls, and he ended up developing a portal, and uh, he actually got sucked into another dimension, um, which I don't know if it was like explicitly said, but I believe it was the dimension that Bill Cipher came from. Um, so just a whole lot of like really fucked up demon monster things, um, mm-hmm. and this show does get quite dark for for a children's show. Um, Especially that, that one part in Weird Mageddon. I know I'm bouncing off. I was supposed to be talking about Skarioki here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when, Dip, when Dipper's like, I'm going to do it anyway. When, Di- <laughs> <laughs> when Dipper was like, this isn't real. And then everything like turns from like roses oh, and yeah, sunshine yeah, yeah. to like maggots falling off of this old tree that's like staring at him. Um, okay, so Skarioki. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good, man. We, we, do, we make our own rules here. We make, yeah, that's right. That's right. Are you, you're not hosting. You can't say anything. No, exactly. I mean, you are, but like, I'm talking to the audience. I'm being yeah. antagonistic to the audience, which is probably not a good hosting strategy. I told you, you needed to take the lead on this one. <laughs> I need to let you take the lead and like, just dance your dance, man. Um, so, Skarioki. So, these two government agents show up. Dipper is desperate to get them to investigate what's going on and believe him. I like, by the way, that, that, that government agent who was like, was born with the condition that yeah <laughs> allows him not find humor in anything <laughs> yeah there's and that was um uh the same guy or the same guy that played ron swanson what the hell is his name i should know this nick offerman obviously mm-hmm. um and they do have some like high qual like high caliber guest stars on the show which is super cool um so in an attempt to prove to these government agents that everything that he talked about is real um, he's desperately looking through this book because they think it's just like something a child made up. It's it's got like a what was it a, a leper unicorn sheep oh, thing? Oh, right, was a lepera, leprechaun. Leprechaun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they they don't believe him. So he's he's flipping through the book and he's like, "There's spells," and then he just like reads out the spell. And what does Dipper do? Um, he raises the dead. Conjures the dead. <laughs> uh, so now all these zombies kind of like. Uh, take over the mystery shack and it was super funny yeah me was like what was the one thing i asked you not to do raise the dead <laughs> and what did you do raise the dead yeah um it's always awkward yeah so they they end up fighting all these zombies um and uh they have to 
basically sing a three-part harmony to kill all the zombies because that's their only weakness. And Dipper discovers that there's a whole bunch, like, because of the party, there was black lights, and then he discovers that there's ink written in the books that is only in black lights. So there's a whole other side to these this um, journal that he's been yeah, reading yeah. for the past year. Um, and that's that's pretty that much how it. they uncover the um, the way to destroy the zombies. That's how they uncover the way to destroy the zombies. That's right. Which in, I don't think in any other zombie fiction is it is it three part harmony to destroy them. I don't think so. I think that is a strictly Gravity Falls um, thing, which is. They, I mean, they did use shovels too, which is very. They common. did use shovels, which yeah. is not unheard of. And a karaoke machine stories. for one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it brings up the interesting point, though, as I was watching, I was thinking about this fact that is, it, it seems like most zombie stories take place in worlds where zombie fiction never happened. Right. Because whenever the dead comes back to life, no one is like, aha, zombies. Everyone's like, ah, what the fuck is this? And then they always give them some weird name that's not Not zombies. zombies. The, uh, the walking <coughs> dead is, is the worst about this because every, it got to be so annoying by the time I gave up on the show. That every single group they encountered had a different name. They're walkers, they're roamers, they're shufflers. They're, <laughs> you know, it's just, God damn it, they're zombies. Would you all shut the fuck up? Um, but in this show, they know what zombies are. Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, their, their buddy it's is It's a nice like, surprise. You don't see that. <laughs> yeah. So their buddy's like, no worries. Like my entire life watching science fiction and, and <laughs> right. fantasy has, has led to this moment. I know everything there is about killing zombies. And as he's saying this to the kids, a zombie they bites him on the neck and he's like, yeah. uh, going to swipe the script here. How about I eat your brains? <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, they, they end, uh, reunited. Grunkle Stan admits that he's known about these things all along and he's just been trying to protect them. Um, they, luckily their buddy who was turned into a zombie, um, gets sucked into some housewife's show on TV and he's like, no, no, don't worry. I'll get those brains later. I got to watch this. And then he's not, he's not there to listen to the three part harmonies and have his head explode. Um, and so they're they're able to cure him. And then later they discover how to cure him, yeah, in the Yeah. In the book. Yeah. So everything kind of wraps up. Like I said, like a lot of self-contained um storylines mm-hmm. in the show, of course. I mean you can't you can't give kids like a cliffhanger like you can on Grey's Anatomy or something like that. I'm, I'm, I could have come up with a with a, be- <laughs> with a better reference, but that's all that you came know, to mind. Grey's Anatomy, those classic classic cliffhangers. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say too. I really, I really appreciated um, the way the sister described karaoke as the idea isn't to sing well; it's to sing badly together. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Which I think might be my favorite definition of karaoke. And and uh, if I had thought about that definition earlier in my life, I might have opened (laughs) up more to doing karaoke earlier on. Um. Yeah. So so that was karaoke. I thought it was a, a a good episode, not the best. Um, like I got to say, I picked two that I that had some key points for censorship. I didn't pick two that were my favorite. Right, um, that's 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 mm-hmm. that's good because that's that's what we're here to talk about. But uh, there's a couple of things that weren't censored that I came up with that I thought were like kind of adult humor, um, maybe in like a like a tongue in cheek kind of way. But the okay. uh, honk if you want to be arrested on the back of the. Uh did you see that one? On the back of the that one. on the back of the uh, the car for the uh, government agents, um, which obviously is like honk if you're horny, right? But uh, 
they changed that up. Um, and then- I did like speaking of the the government agents when mm-hmm. the cops showed up at the party with the like the noise complaint, and they were like, "We want in on this." Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then they weren't, Mabel they weren't there to shut it down. They yeah, just they're like, party. "We want in," and then she like sticks the. <laughs> those uh what are the fuck are those called those things that you blow i don't know on? what they're called there's like you blow and they go yeah. and then uh she spanks the one cop on his way out yeah. to the party i was like what the hell um and then the bribe attempt for the cops that stan does uh was not <laughs> censored in southeast these, asia these these pictures of american presidents yeah these rare pictures of american presidents he pulls out like a like a 50 dollar bill or something yeah um I like that they summed up the teenage experience in about 30 seconds in this episode. Do you want me to explain that? Yeah, please. Okay, so uh, these kids show up at the party, the the music's blasting, and this one kid goes, oh, oh. I thought it was a rave. And they're like, it can be a rave if you want it to be. Take off your shirt and make it a rave. And he's like, I'll do anything for your approval. He rips off his shirt. Some girl takes a picture of it, and he's like, oh, he gets sad. She's like, don't worry, I'm not going to send it to anybody. And then she sends it to everybody. Yeah. Um, which I thought was like just the perfect 30 second recap of, of high school for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spanks the cop. I thought that was like crazy and hilarious. Um, so those are just a few notes that I had. There's some, it's, it's a wacky show. They, they throw some stuff in. You don't have to be a kid to enjoy it. Actually, you probably enjoy it more if you're not a kid, to be honest with you. Um, one of the big, I like the bit when, um, the older girl liked how the, uh, the black lights made her teeth look creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then she was supposed to like watch out for Grunkle Stan, but then oh, she right, got that. She was she, looking at the picture. She got the. Li- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the callback to that. Um, yeah. It's a pretty clever show. Um, so one of the big parts that was censored. So do you remember when they were, when they were doing the three part harmony and all the zombie heads were exploding? Yeah. Apparently in Southeast Asia, every time a zombie's head exploded, they just looped the same zombie covering their ears. So all of those times in that show where a different zombie's head exploded was just the same zombie covering its ears. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, ones, no zombie head ever exploded. No, no exploding heads. Okay. Um, is that a band? Exploding heads. I don't think so. Could be. It should be. I mean, yeah. Should we start a band yeah. called Exploding Heads? I don't know if it's that good. There's combustible heads. Combustible heads? By We Might Be Giants. Oh, damn. Oh, that's a song. Yeah. The, you um, must have been one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. That is a good song. I love that music video. Have you seen the music video? Oh, it's, it's awesome. Like- oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go over what was uh, what was yeah. censored, and then we're going to move on to Weird Mageddon. Um, Sounds good. So Stan's line, but I didn't catch that pork chop all alone, was shortened to, but I didn't catch that chop all alone. And I thought that was a very weird thing to censor until I looked into why. So apparently in Southeast Asia, uh, let me just bring this up here. So when it comes to children's television, a large portion of the population is Muslim. So they will and they actually, can't eat pork. yeah, and they can't eat pork. So they will actually censor um, pork related references. Uh, so in the case of that one, it says because pork is considered forbidden by Muslim references to pork and lard were removed with pork and lard being blurred out in this case, just completely removed. Um, so there's like, it just gives another example of a different show here, but I thought that was very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. it was a very specific thing to catch. Uh, not something I would have thought would be censored, but after you read why it actually like, it makes sense. 
Um, not that I agree with it. I don't think the word pork should be censored. Um, I guess it just, it saves the trouble in those cultures of having your children come to you as a parent and say like, you know, mm-hmm. mom, what's pork? Yeah. And, and when I look into like the more adult um, channels, pork isn't a, a, a like a, a censorship issue. Um, it's only in the children's. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought that was interesting. Um, the next line, let me just find it here. Skiriyoki, uh, darn kid. He has no idea what he's messing with. So obviously, um, the worst word in there is darn and they got darn, rid of it. Yeah. So they just skip to, he has no idea what he's messing with. Um, the zombie thing with uh, every time a zombie's head exploded, they would, uh, cover the ears, but they apparently kept the, uh, head chopping off with the shovel, uh, which I found was like a kid could see a shovel and they'd be like, ah, oh, that's cool. I can cut somebody's head off with that. Whereas like, nobody's going to think that somebody's head's going to explode from singing at them. I thought that was a, <laughs> that was a weird choice to make, but mm-hmm. that's the choice that they made. I guess it might be that the, the head exploding is a little bit gorier than the, the, the shovel chop. But they do actually say, um, I actually found it on Wikia. So there is a censorship.wikia.org. I don't know if you're aware of this. I think this is where we originally found the information about Gravity Falls and what inspired us oh, to do the episode. No, that was the, was it this one or was it the fandom? Because there's the Gravity Falls fandom, which is another wiki. Um, mm, which had a list no, of it was the, it was a it dedicated was one? censorship one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... I found that interesting because uh, actually, like, violence is supposed to be, um, especially if it's re- if it's like repeatable by a child, is supposed to be censored. They did not censor the shovel thing, as far as I know, as far as the the Gravity Falls fandom. Um, I didn't actually watch the Southeast Asia version, um, mm-hmm, although mm-hmm. I thought that would be hilarious to watch that zombie cover his ears every time he said was supposed to explode. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so, and then deal with it. Zombie idiots was shortened to deal with it. Zombies. They, they kept the TS, but they removed the idiot. <laughs> so I don't know. That would actually be really funny to watch. Um, yeah. It must, that must've just been like really tough editing. Cause I would have tried to get it down to zombies. Right. But like, they must've the had to keep the T, right? Yeah, they might've just like had to leave the T in there just a little bit. I guess. Uh, but the reason behind that is that um, swearing is obviously banned anyway for Disney, uh, but anything considered rude, such as jerk, sucker, idiot, moron, heck, dumb, freak, rat, stupid, and rat. I don't know if rats is in that list. Is rats? I guess, ah, rats. Would not like- Yeah, it's kind of a curse. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, stupid and dang are all censored in Southeast Asia. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, every time it was censored or changed and let's move on to weird Mageddon, which is a fucking head trip. Okay. So weird, weird Mageddon part two, um, which as Todd said earlier is kind of, I just threw him into the middle of the end. Um, I I, I didn't want to give you the end of the end. And I didn't want to give you the beginning of the end because I think there was so much in the beginning of the end um, that really required more context. Okay. Um, the middle of the end was highly altered in, in Southeast Asia. Um, and I got to say, like, all of this censorship that I'm talking about is in Southeast Asia. Um, and I just, I found that was interesting, um, the way that different regions will alter um shows i never really thought about that before 
but it, you know it really i don't know if it makes sense but it's obvious when you think about it yeah not yeah, they have different yeah. cultural i just kind of thought and... like if they didn't want part of the show they just wouldn't have that show but they still want to like offer that that's a pretty feast or famine attitude dude I guess that's just the way I thought it was. I thought, like, yeah, this is, like, Western culture. These are our shows. And if they don't like it over there, they just don't show it. But they I mean, I guess if like, you're not a company that's driven by money, like Disney, that wants to get their products into every market they can, maybe maybe you do that. Maybe you're an artist who's like, I'm not going to censor my shit for these guys. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, Disney's like, yeah, fuck, do whatever you want as long as we're getting paid. Let's let's talk about Weird Mageddon. Um Yeah. This this episode the whole the whole weird Mageddon thing as a whole is kind of a kind of a mind fuck. Um, Bill Cipher, a being of unlimited. He was that he was that triangle. He was guy, the triangle guy. guy. He was the triangle guy. Yeah. yeah, triangle man. So fucking love that song. So triangle man. I mean, sorry, uh, Bill Cipher. Um, a, he's he's a being of like unlimited power and and really uh, no definable shape or size. I mean, other than the triangle, I guess. But he can do all sorts of things with his uh, um, triangle powers, his, his his physical attributes. Um, and he when like earlier on the show, he presents himself as kind of like a benevolent, ben ben. Yeah, that word. <laughs> ben Elephant. Ben Elephant, yeah. Um, he presents himself as a good character, as a helpful character. He's got powers. He doesn't have all of his powers. He's been sealed. Um, and his main goal is to attempt to... Because Dipper's the only one with the key, basically. Uh, his, his goal is to convince Dipper to... To, to release him and his main goal is just to basically take over the world yeah he um, didn't seem to be super good in that second episode i will admit no no when you first see him he actually seems like he's quite smart he helps he's very helpful um he gives dipper some information that he really needs but he's also kind of like now what do i get out of it right like he's kind of like right off the bat he's a little bit kind of cheeky in that way you don't really realize until the end like how like evil this character really is um that throne that he sits on with all the people from the town yeah and he's yep. like don't worry about it they're all unconscious i think and then that one yep. girl wakes one woman wakes up and he's like oh we're just gonna put you right back in there okay um like that that kind of joking was a little bit like um was right from the start and it was a little bit more um subtle but not really like definitely they foreshadowed that this is not a good person right you know he'd be mm. like he'd be like we could kill them all or something like that and then would be like what haha <laughs> i'm just kidding he wasn't kidding anyway so uh bill cypher now is in control of um gravity falls um dipper is on a mission to save his sister mabel who has been locked in kind of like this reality bubble um fantasy bubble i guess is a, a more realistic term for what it is um she is supposedly in charge of this place it's all rainbows and sunshine there's 80s music playing all the time very loudly i might add and those dude bros man and those they were dude awesome. bros and they actually turned out to be kind of real maybe i don't know <laughs> i love that end scene with them not to jump ahead but they end up in reality and they start quoting john paul sartre 
like, like, what the fuck? like in a kid's show, like no kid's going to yeah. get that reference. Like, like, like I said, at the end of this season, they were like, we're getting canceled anyway. We're just going to, you know, from what I read, they did not get canceled though. It was the creator's decision to, what? to end the show. Yeah. No, I thought That's what they... Wikipedia said, well, if it was on Wikipedia, then it must be true. And I did not do my research. I apologize. Audience. This is my first time hosting. I will. It's okay. He'll get better. I will time. be better. I must do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the Dipper goes into this fantasy realm. Everybody finds something that they that they need or want. Uh, Wendy finds when. Oh, sorry. Wendy is Dipper's older redheaded friend who he has a massive crush on. Um, yeah, I caught that in this episode. Yeah, it, it's every episode. I promise, it never, it's never not a thing. So, well, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't super clear in um, in Scaryoki. Okay, that's true. That's true. But like when when Dipper when Dipper's fantasy of her being interested in him showed up in yeah. in this episode, that made it. That was like, oh, okay, that's that's their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's been that's been well. That I mean, that's not their dynamic. No, the no. The dynamic like is he's, he's got, like infatuated with her, and she. Yeah, that's what I meant. He's like a kid, right? She she's the she's the the nephew of the guy that she works for because she works at the mystery shack. She's a fucking gotcha. horrible employee, by the way. Um. So, they're in this fantasy realm. Uh, Mabel is apparently in charge of it. Everybody gets something they want. Uh, Wendy finds a group of friends who have a monster truck and they want to go destroy the school and put a plunger on the on the principal's head. And she's like, I got to go. I'm sorry. I just have to do this. I don't even care if it's not real. It just has to get done. Um, and then Zeus, uh, who was the zombie guy, who turned into a zombie, who's no longer a zombie at, at this point. Um, this masked Mexican wrestler shows up and he's like, I am your father. Uh, yeah. But it was to, like, yeah. I'm, he, I'm, I'm dressed as a Mexican luchador with a head that you saw on a bottle of Mexican hot sauce or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> cause you don't know what your dad actually looked like. <laughs> and then Dipper's like, no, Zeus, don't go with him no matter what he says. And he's like, don't, don't, no matter what he offers you. And the guy's like, you want to play catch? And he's like, Zeus is like, sorry, dude, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Dipper, Dipper gets, uh, Wendy, Dipper gets Wendy, but, uh, but he realizes, he realizes that fake. yeah, that was fake. And then everything turns into these dark magnet, ma- or magnets, maggots, these dark, gross, maggoty creatures with shrill voices and a billion eyes staring at him. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. We're watching you all the time. Second, and everything turns back to like happy, bouncy, friendly. Yeah. So you get the feeling that uh, Mabel's paradise really isn't a paradise. Yeah. Um. So they do this. Uh, how did they get to the trial? I can't remember how they got to the trial at this point. There was a trial. Oh, because yeah. because Dipper says we need to take you back to the real. Oh, so oh, okay, right. Sorry, let me let me take a step back here. So the the dude bros, the like handsome anime guys that are are giving them the grand tour. They're like, there's only there's no rules here except for one rule, but we're not even going to tell you what that is because nobody would ever do that. So Dipper does that obviously because that's what Dipper does. Well, uh, the rule is you can never talk about going back to the real. world. You can never talk about reality. Um, so he does, and, uh, he's supposed to be thrown out 
but then he challenges um was it him or Mabel? Somebody challenges. Anyway, they have a they have a court case. Um the the judge is uh Yeah, if he wins, if he wins, right. his sister comes back to reality with him. If he loses, he's banished forever. He's banished forever. Mabel stays there. They're separated. Yeah. Um The judge is uh oh, I gotta I got this up here. Just a second. Uh Judge Kitty Kitty Meow Meow Face Schwartzstein. They actually added a last name, which they didn't say in the show. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Schwartzstein. Uh, so obviously, uh, Judge Kitty Kitty Meow Meow was uh, Jewish and was voiced by John Stewart. I don't know if he caught that. I did not until oh, I looked I it up. I did not. Yeah, like it does not sound like John Stewart at all. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Um, <laughs> so they do this trial. It gets mushy. Dipper's all about, like, we did all this together. That's how we grow. Well, but first, though, here's oh, the important okay, thing, okay. I think, is that the, the dude bros who are the sister's lawyers, mm-hmm. um, they sort of show all the times that reality failed right. her. Right. You know, the, the time when it was uh, it was picture day and someone threw gum in her hair and she, you know, ran away crying. Mm-hmm. Or the time that, um, what's the the brother's name? I can't Dipper. remember names. Dipper. Dipper. Yeah. Um, you know, it was Valentine's Day and Dipper got no Valentines and he like ran from the classroom angry. And so like that was proof that reality sucks. Mm-hmm. But then when it came time for Dipper to like play defense, he went back to those same instances and showed that how in the long term, you know, together as 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 brother and sister, as family, they spun it around, right? Mm-hmm. Like with the picture day thing, you know, he's like, I figured out what we can do. And then he like shaves a weird mi- reverse mohawk through the middle of his head. And she's like, ha 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 ha. And she and does, she the, does same the same thing. thing. Yeah. So, you know, they both have this, you know, weird mohawk, but at least there's no gum in her hair now. And then on the Valentine's day, like she took all the Valentine's that she got and she taped them together into this massive heart. Um, and she wrote on it like to my favorite brother or whatever, and slipped it under the door to his bedroom mm-hmm. to him. And it it showed how, like, you know, reality was good when they were together and taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet show. It is. And you know what? I, th- there were those moments at the end there about, and I don't know, obviously, some of this um, stemmed from the, the previous episode. But when they were talking about how, uh, you know, she was afraid of growing up, um, that struck a chord with me because, you know, I've got a daughter who's sort of in that same age range right now. And she has definitely expressed her own sort of fears over, you know, the process of growing up Mm -hmm. and what that means. And, um, I could, I could relate to someone feeling that way. Definitely. I'm still afraid of growing up. I don't know what's going to happen, but I dread the day. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the secret is it it doesn't always happen. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Sometimes you just dodge it until the Grim Reaper catches Sometimes, you. Sometimes, like, yeah, you did well. You did well there, guy. You managed to avoid it. <laughs> sometimes, you. sometimes you grow up. You turn thirty, and then you watch a kid show. Hmm. And then you talk about it on a podcast, which is pretty grown up. Oh yeah, there's nothing more grown up than podcasting no, these days. No, like this is the the pinnacle. Of this is the pinnacle. This is your moment. <laughs> this, is, this is as good as it gets. I'm sure there's like some 80s song that is a good like, this is the moment. <laughs> You've got the power. 
Um, yeah, so that was that was weird, Megan. Um, kind of. I just wanted to throw you in the the thick of it. Um, there is some more subtleties in the show. There's some a lot of adult humor. It's it's got this overarching story. It's got a lot of callbacks. It has some science fiction. It has some supernatural. Um, I don't know if you're interested in watching it. Maybe watch it with Mo. Um, but I think you would really enjoy watching the entire thing. I don't think I've given you anything that's really going to, other than the Bill Cipher thing, but they kind of make that obvious. I don't think I've really given you anything that's going to affect your ability to enjoy it. Well, I'll probably at the very least watch the other parts of Weird Mageddon, just so I can, like I said, have some closure on that storyline. Um, so, uh, so tell me about the, the censorship. Yeah, so let's talk about episode. how it was censored. Um, so there's a few things. Um, I'm going to stall until I find the right tab. Okay. <laughs> so Weird Mageddon. That was very smooth. Part two, Escape from Reality. Uh, so Dipper's line, we need to grab Mabel and get the heck out of here. Um, I think we can that all figure out. had to lose the heck, obviously. Yeah, had to yeah. lose the heck. We need to grab Mabel and get out of here. Um, Dipper's line, you're dead to me, Seuss, was cut completely. Um, and I don't know if that was a violence thing. There really was nothing on um, this wikia about censorship, um, like explicitly saying that death was off the table. So yeah. that seemed like maybe more of like a personal choice somebody made. So when the kids said, have fun, brat, the word brat was muted because apparently brat was rude and rude yep. is not okay in Southeast Asia. Dipper's line, we've traveled to heck and back, was certain we've traveled back to get you. Uh, that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. So, and then Judge Kitty Kitty Meow Meow faced Schwarnstein's line. Dang it. Why is this hammer squeaky was shortened to why is this hammer squeaky? So, I mean, pretty yep. minor, pretty minor on that one. Um, there are like, I mean, there's something censored from pretty much every episode of this show within Southeast Asia. Just thinking our podcast would probably have to get censored a bit to hit Southeast Asia. I guess we're not really a kid's podcast though. So. Well, there's censor there's censorship for adult things too. Like, uh, let me, let me look at this here. So, um... Homosexuality, any kind of homosexuality is strongly forbidden in Southeast Asia TV. Um, with MTV, anything to do with drugs and alcohol um, or smoking are censored. Uh, with the music, religion, uh, anything relating to God is changed. Uh, we're pretty we're pretty safe then yeah hdtv rarely uses swearing in the shows but in some commercials the word god in the phrase oh my god is bleeped out or muted mm. to avoid using god's name i probably in say oh my I god sometimes I guess, but sorry, I, I, I i'm going to correct myself here when i originally read these i thought it was that they didn't like the word god but they don't want to use the word god in vain yeah exactly yeah okay sorry what were you gonna say I was going to say, I probably say God occasionally, but I feel like I would say fuck way more often. Right. Um, like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. Oh, now we're censored. We're fucked. Oh, they don't like fuck <laughs> in Southeast Asia either? Uh, let me... I mean... Like, I think fuck... Like, they, like, they dislike homosexuality, so butt fuck would be bad. <laughs> right. Right? Unless it's consensual heterosexual butt fucking, maybe. 
Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an expert on no, censorship okay, okay. in Southeast Asia. Um, but I can tell you that most Well, strong... you're the one with the Wikia page in front of you. Well, so I'm trying to find not. these, but you're throwing so many things at me. Uh, so, fuck, cunt, cock, bitch, bastard. Oh, the N-word. I'm not even going to say that one. Tits are all censored. However, swear words that are rarely censored include ass, balls, shit, piss, twat, and whore. I'm not ass, sure. Ass, balls, shit, piss, twat, whore. Ass, balls, shit, piss, twat, whore. That's what we should call our next podcast. We just need I to just, string them together yeah. like that. Ass, balls, shit, piss, twat, whore. Welcome to Ass, balls, shit, piss, twat, whore. A podcast. A that- podcast that is available in Southeast Asia. <laughs> Um, so apparently, (laughs) apparently graphic violence, blood and gore is not censored, except in rare cases where the graphic violence is at its strongest. Um, sex and nudity is a no-no. Uh, such scenes are censored in series and movies that have them as many Muslims frown upon sexiness. So we can't. I, I don't know if that's... And nudity, because that was an issue um, with The Life of Brian, remember? We were talking about Right, it? that's right. But all of the, the, the scene yeah. when Brian like flings open the shutters and he's naked. And he's naked, his, uh, his wings just like swinging Muslims, around in the fucking the Muslims out in the street out there, they all like ran off because they're not supposed to be seeing naked people. Right. Homosexual... They didn't even think about that. Right, okay. I, I never... Yeah, okay. That just kind of made things click there for me but i'm not going to make that everybody else's problem um homosexuality is illegal in southeast asia apparently and therefore unacceptable same-sex romance and kissing is strictly censored in fact mouth-to-mouth kissing is considered an indecent as indecent as sex so with oh, the whole man. i find mouth-to-mouth kissing like awesome personally but uh, to each their own i guess <laughs> not a fan of mouth-to-mouth kissing Nah, I like kissing. I like kissing. Um, so there are limits on how that kind of kissing is accepted. Uh, like how long? What's that? How long? How long you can kiss for? No, so there are limits on how that kind of kissing is accepted. Okay. So I suppose if it's not a sexual mouth-to-mouth kiss, they might accept it. Yeah, so that's... I mean, we were pretty much done at that point. Uh, that's That's the bulk of the... The major censorship in all channels in Southeast Asia. I found it interesting to know that things are altered to to such a degree. It is it is interesting to think that you know something as you know to us in Western culture as innocuous as uh, you know a kid show. Mm-hmm. You know, it still needs to go through a filter of cultural censorship when it gets to other countries i mean that, like it's definitely been through uh, a filter here right like I'm, I'm sure that the final cut that we saw they probably had some ideas that you know disney xd was like no you can't do that you can't do that uh, so i mean we're, we're, we're just seeing kind of like the additional um filtering i guess that's a good point yeah yeah, yeah exactly i thought it was interesting it was it was kind of eye-opening um I'm really glad I got to do this this show. This was uh, your gift to me because of the Turner Diaries. That book was just awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, and and falling on this week, like think of it as your 
your grand beginning your business adventure gift. Well, I appreciate that as well. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I've got really got nothing more to say about it. Do you have any final thoughts on the show? Um, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I, I don't know that I will go back and, and, and watch both seasons. Now that you, you know, reminding me that it's only two seasons, it does make it seem doable. Uh, and regardless of what you said, I'll probably do the bookends of, um, weird Mageddon. And if that kind of wins me over uh, at that point, I'll probably do the rest of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I enjoyed it. Um, it's got a good uh, a good central voice cast. Uh, I was grateful when I was reading um, Wikipedia to learn what grunkle meant, because I really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> within the context of the two episodes we watched, it was never explained. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, especially the, the first... Um, Season two, episode one, um, Scarioke made me think of like the X-Files and Twin Peaks mm-hmm. in a condensed into like a children's show where it's this kind of, you know, uh, Northwestern um, United States pl- area with like weird, mysterious, supernatural things going on mm-hmm. um, just in sort of a, a kid show. And did you, so, did you, you, know. you enjoyed that? Yeah. You would enjoy the show. I mean, I, I keep pushing it on you, but if you enjoyed that episode, like the weird Mageddon is kind of like a, just an offshoot, really not indicative of the rest of the show. So. Well, I mean, I enjoyed weird Mageddon too. So now you're turning me off by saying that's not indicative of the rest of the show. I don't know where to go from there, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Um, thank you for doing this with me. I really appreciate this. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Um, this was way easier to swallow than the Turner Diaries was no for you, shit. I'm sure. So, oh my God. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week yet. Um, we'll dig out uh, uh, some kind of movie or other thing. Maybe we'll try to like sneak in a, a, a video game. We've been wanting to do a video game. I wanted to do some music too. I mean, but we can That's definitely right. do a video game. Yeah. Let's look at doing music sometime in the next few weeks. Because mm-hmm. um, I do, I do sort of want to just sort of play it cool for a little bit, do a couple of one-offs um, maybe for the next three weeks or so before um, biting off a big chunk of, of doing another novel. And I don't even know what to think of as a novel. Should we right take now. some suggestions? Like if anybody's got any ideas, send them our way. Yeah, absolutely. If there's anything you would like to see us cover, um, this is a good opportunity for us to like get into some of our socials and stuff. So yeah, if you, if you still have stuff, movies, books, Music, video games, poetry, maybe. I don't know. Like, if it's been banned somewhere uh, or even moderately censored in Southeast Asia, uh, <laughs> it's in our wheelhouse now. So uh, shoot us an email at banthingshappen at gmail.com and let us know what you'd like us to cover. Or you can drop by our Facebook page at facebook.com slash banthingshappen and, uh, you know, send us a message through Facebook. Uh, just write on our page. Uh, just enjoy, you know, engage in some conversation with people there. Um, lots of ways to get a hold of us. You can also uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blah, blah, blah media. Um, we are also at buymeacoffee.com. If you want to just sort of send us a one-time donation, buymeacoffee.com slash blah, blah, blah. Right? I think that's right. 
Um, <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's been a while since I've done this now. Um, what am I missing? Anything? Am I, am I missing anything? We're, we have a Discord have that a Discord? Like, nobody ever goes to. Yeah, you can get um, the, if you really, like, I look at my Discord every day, so if you really want to interact with us there, uh, the link is on the Facebook page. Yeah. Which is? Facebook.com slash Band Things Happen. Okay, perfect. I did that one already. Oh, you did that one already. Uh, there's a website, too. We're at blah, 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 media.com uh, on the web. All of our podcasts are there and um, limited information. Links to Facebook, links to, to email. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty good central point for catching the podcast if you don't have a podcast platform you prefer. Um, also need to shout out uh, my other shows. Um, I'm on a podcast called Half Cut Conspiracies with Mr. Carlos Sia. Um, we just had a new episode of that come out, uh, last weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was the first episode we did that wasn't technically a conspiracy. Um, so we're, we're opening our, um, uh, opening our restrictions a little bit. We covered the Loch Ness Monster. I would say that's a conspiracy. Like it's, it's, it's not. Did you listen to the episode? I think I made my argument pretty clear about why it's not a conspiracy. I mean, but it's sub Okay. Would you consider like Bigfoot a conspiracy then? No, I guess not. No. Okay. This is, yeah, a conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. requires no, I, I the idea of someone actively. Mm-hmm. And although I do, I do come up with a theory over the course of the episode about how it could be a conspiracy. So you have to go listen to that uh, and find out how I argued that Loch Ness Monster could be a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, Half Cut Conspiracies, you can find it all on all popular podcast platforms. Featuring Todd and- Sullivan and uh, the recent winner of the most handsome podcaster, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Carlos Zia, right? We are continuing to minimize the award. It was previously, okay, so it was the sexiest podcaster then it was the sexiest podbeaner in the room. Right. And then it became the you just changed it to the was it the handsomest? The handsomest podcaster. Handsomest podcaster. The hot- so the awards th- those are actually th- those are three separate awards that Carlo has won now. Um so congratulations to him. Uh you can also find me on Mysteries and Madness. There's a new story arc going on over there so called The Killer Car. Um so that's me and Dave Coleman telling stories that turn into a radio drama as we play uh, a tabletop role-playing game. It's pretty wild stuff. Um, Great podcast. I don't know what's happening, but um, but uh, Jack Shepard is in the middle of investigating uh, what appears to be a uh, a killer car running around the streets of Los Angeles in the 1940s. It's pretty crazy stuff. Give it a listen. Uh, you got anything else, Oren? Um, no. Shout out to my sister who introduced me to the show, Jamie. This episode is for you. All right. And thank you, Jamie, because I wouldn't have experienced this episode either if you hadn't shown it to Oren. So do you want to do the close? Yeah, let's do the close. So uh, this has been When Bad Things Happen to Good People. I'm Oren Barter. I'm Todd Sullivan. And go read a fucking book.